0: Welcome to Humming Fools, everyone. It is Kyle and Noah back at it again. Noah. With
1: the white vans.
0: With the white vans.
1: (laughs) How are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Excited to talk myself into a hole with this topic. (laughs) That's right. We are brave and or stupid. Uh, Some might say foolish.
0: Ah, yes. Maybe we should change our... Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Uh... (laughs) No, before we get started, I just got to go mm. on a quick rant. Do it. I, um, again, we, we sometimes struggle to relax, struggle to take time to, uh, you know, engage with media for myself. Mm-hmm. But um, after the suggestion of many people, I started The Haunting of Hill House, oh, as yeah? I told you. And uh, I know I'm a little late to the party, um, but holy dang! It's so good, really. It's so good, Noah. Um, And the the reason I'm specifically just having to rant about this right now is: a rant always inherently bad? I
1: don't know. I was trying to think about that. Well,
0: maybe gush is a better word. There you go. Um, As I watched an episode last night that finally gave me something that I've been wanting to see in a horror series, like piece of content, and make me feel intimacy. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to say what it is cause it would be a spoiler, but mm. there's this thing, there's this specific feeling there's, and there's this specific scenario that I have wanted to see portrayed and I've wanted to be captured mm. and then delivered to me. And, uh, this episode did it and it did it so well. And I was just like, yes. And it was great because last night was really stormy. Oh, and yeah. rainy, mm-hmm. and so I had all the lights off. I had my laptop. I was glued to the screen, and then I just got to watch art unfold. And this episode did um, multiple long takes, mm. and it was it was amazing. Just the artistry, and that's why I love it because it was paired with good scares, good creepiness, but also great character development. But then also great, just you know, it's a television show filmmaking. Sure. Like, holy, oh, just, ah, oh, like, man, clean up an eye on me. Like, it was just so good. So anyway, I just had to gush about that because um, it just made me so happy. Very good. If I, I could give it. an Oscar to, a like, a an episode of a show, I would give Emmy. it to that. No. I wanted to give an Oscar.
1: Because <laughs> those mean so much,
0: right? That's right. You know, um, not for Lava Land, but uh, – <laughs> Too soon for them? Or?
1: Uh, I think you're fine.
0: Noah, can you tra- can you uh, take the reins again? I'm never going to stop saying take the reins. Can you take them and uh, say some words that I Let's need you to say? Get this cart moving. That's right. <laughs> um, hey!
1: Yeah. Uh, once again, um, thank you to everyone who's been reviewing and rating the show. It's super helpful, and we love it. And uh, just for our own selfish affirmation, it's. A good feeling. Um, Haven't had a really negative review yet, um, which is shocking. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe people can't be bothered, but.
0: (laughs) I think the bribes have helped, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah. We're even poorer than when we started. Um, But uh, yeah, it's super helpful. Um, Keep at it. We love seeing those. We love getting them. And it helps the show. Um, It helps us know that we're doing okay, that we're going the right direction. And uh don't forget to also share with your friends. That helps even more, um, as we found out, just people telling other people and kind of hearing about it through the grapevine, because right now that's pretty much the only way that we get to spread it. Mm-hmm. Um, so and we like yeah. spreading it. We like to spread it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Famously>. um, <laughs> uh yeah.. Um. Yeah, please 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 do that. I was I had some some other thought and then I uh, totally blanked on what it was. <laughs> and now I feel sad cuz I feel like it was a really um yummy good thought. Oh. It, it's not a really yummy good thought. It's just I was going to say
1: don't flatter yourself. It's
0: just a normal thought. But yeah, the reviews, I mean, uh in 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 keeping with what we actually want, like let us know like how you let feel about certain things if they don't make you happy because I've heard some comments about a desire for the show to maybe be a little bit shorter, shorter episodes, mm-hmm. and so um, definitely I'm open to that if that is a consistent thing we continue to hear. So yeah. um, right now it there hasn't been enough of that to where I'd go oh like let's make a legitimate change, mm-hmm. but know that um, we want to we want to keep it tight. Yes, uh, and so if it's ever you know too long then we'll adapt, we'll change, we'll uh, we'll make Noah talk less because we know he's the problem.
1: <laughs> well, and I was going to say that shortening the episodes might mean that we have to become better at this because there's a lot of rambling in between points that we're trying to make. And if we cut it down to, let's say, half an hour, mm-hmm. then we're going to miss a lot of points because the rambling is not going to go down.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just so. have a producer to the side go like, hey, you can't talk about Hill House. I'm like, why not? He's like, because it has nothing to do with the topic. Like, but I want to. And he's like, well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> you
1: need to be uh,
0: reined in. That's right. Oh, I am the horse. That's the twist. I was a horse the whole time. The whole time. Where are my sugar cubes at? Right here. Oh, baby. All right, let's take a break. No. Um, all right, No. also, can you uh, let us know what our topic is today? And then we'll jump into it.
1: I uh, haven't really worked out a title, but essentially it's about diversity and I guess overall minority representation in media.
0: Mm-hmm. Was that
1: was, is that accurate? Would I think, think
0: so. And uh, kind of again a subtitle. And correct me if you're wrong because you suggested this wonderful topic. Mm. Um, the the kind of not maybe not the balance, but the question of. When is it, you know, is it something that's always necessary or does it, is it um, only, you know, applicable to certain situations or when do you incorporate it it? for
1: the sake of it Mm -hmm. or what's its role, all Mm -hmm. that stuff.
0: So I think we're going to kind of, as usual, um, just go everywhere, uh, squirrel brain and, um, you know, probably lose a couple of you by the end. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: by the terrible things we say. No, yeah. uh, is there anything that you want to um start off with, Noah? Any
1: specific direction or? Uh... Um, I'm a little bit all over the place with my notes, but I I think the the main thing that I was trying to think of was like I was trying to trace it back to the because oh, I, I was thinking okay, this is a problem in media and this is a problem in media just when it comes to that, and I have like bullet points for that, but I was like can I trace this back to the root? So, for example, do um, people need to make it a point to tell stories about minorities? Mm -hmm. Or can they just tell their usual stories and after the fact, or like while they're telling it, being like, well, can this character be a minority or whatever? Mm -hmm. Um, And what I mean by that is, do you have to, and again, it could be both. I don't know. And this is like, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of this episode, that I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but because you can tell a story that's authentic and genuine about uh, a certain minority, w- regardless of, of the background and, and situation, that is true of that where they are, you know? Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you're t- telling a story about, a black kid in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. um, there's certain things that are going to have to show up that, you know, somewhere else may be stereotypes, whatever, but Mm -hmm. certain elements that are just part of, you know, inner city life in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. like that. And so, um, but at the same time, people are people and just find themselves in all sorts of situations, depending on their upbringing and where they live and all that stuff. And so can you, do you have to, be like, oh, I need to include these minorities in this just because they need to be represented, not because uh, this is where they, you know, originate from. I don't know if this makes any sense, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, and maybe it's both. Like maybe, oh, this story isn't specific to a certain type of person, uh, so therefore, it should be. You should be able to adapt. These characters to any type of background, and then you might as well make them minorities so that there should be representation. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was just like having all this back and forth in my head, and I wasn't like sure where to begin with it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just like no. Wow.
0: No, I'm just like going like oh yeah. Why have we done this to ourselves <laughs>
1: As soon as I started writing things down, I was like oh no, <laughs> um, but it's important, and I think we we need to. Kind of even just for myself, I need to think about these things more critically and see.
0: One hundred percent, and I think that through again potentially being horribly wrong, we can yeah. we can learn. And maybe so,
1: yeah, uh, I I am so open to people correcting me or enlightening me anywhere that I'm wrong or ignorant.
0: One hundred percent, and so I think that's a good uh, not disclaimer, but just kind of once again. Uh, and kind of trying to cultivate the culture that we want here with the show, Uh, very Mm -hmm. open to uh, different opinions and, um, you know, pushback on things. And so if there is anything that you guys have opinions about or disagree with, like let us know, but just make sure to uh, engage with us in a non butt holy way and then (laughs) it will be fantastic. Um, I don't think there's ever an excuse to to be a jerk. But no, I I agree. And I think that um, looking back – on my, uh, artistic career, there was moments when I became aware of like, okay, this is a thing that I'm going to have to figure out how to navigate for myself. And so I think that'll be kind of be us weaving in and out of this uh, episode will be how it relates to us personally and our thoughts on it in, in regards to the rest of the, the world. And, um, then also like, besides like representation in um, the art itself, representation also for the artists, people who like, who are telling the stories. Because mm-hmm. I don't want this to get too um, closed off to where it's just kind of like for storytellers. I think sure. there's – I think the diversity relates to of like what kind of people are we um, viewing? Like what kind of artists are we raising up? What kind of mm-hmm. art are we allowing to be made? Uh, last episode uh, – we had Jessica Whalen, which was wonderful, and she mm-hmm. kinda mentioned that um there's all these different artists she got to talk to, and how you d- didn't necessarily get to see the story of this um you know uh, African American father and his son and how he was trying to it's like in Northwest Arkansas that wasn't right. necessarily one of the stories you're hearing, and so trying to figure out too like how do we um you know, make sure that everyone's being heard uh-huh. and that we're getting a good mix of stuff. So, anyway, a story that I think can uh, illustrate a little bit of like the frustration that can come from this, but also then the, the eye openingness. Yeah, is I remember, um, JBU senior year, I put out the casting call for Give Me to the Waves, and so uh, it's a very small cast. It's only. Uh, four characters. Mm -hmm. There's the main character, Derek, our protagonist. There is, uh, the second most important character, Grim, who's the Grim Reaper. And then there are two, uh, cannibalistic hillbillies and uh, who go (laughs) by happy and sad. Um, when I originally wrote the script, happy was a female. Mm -hmm. Um, but the problem was that both of these, uh, cannibalistic hillbilly characters were supposed to be a little bit more older and, uh, like, have a relationship. And it it was also the way uh, you'd see it would just be more graphic because, you know, like, they're not necessarily worried about clothes. And, Mm. you know, obviously couldn't do that. So, and just being limited, you know, with money and, you know, actors kind of had to not downgrade in terms of talent because Eric Sievers and Connor (laughs) were wonderful, (laughs) especially Eric's giggle. Um, But it was different. And so, anyway... Uh I remember when I so I changed it to uh to have happy be a man just cuz I knew it'd be easier uh-huh. to get someone who had the physique that could be a little bit more believable of like this person is living in the woods. Yeah. Um and 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 someone who'd want to do it as well. Um I I think that uh a lot of the um you know actresses student actresses were interested in roles where, you know, they would have their face seen, which is totally understandable mm. because that's kind of a point of like, when you don't get paid. Well, then at least maybe you have like, here's an example of what I can do. But what yeah. you could to do in Kyle's film is have your face covered and not make any sound. Yeah. And so anyway, it just was kind of, uh, it, it was kind of a hard casting process. Anyway, I remember when I put out the casting call, it was just like, I need four dudes here we go. Yeah. And then there there, there was complaints. Oh, were there really? <laughs> yes. There was, like, wow, like, here's another example of, like, just this guys just having their boys club mm-hmm. and, like, no representation for females and yada, yada, yada. And, again, that's where I, uh, that's why I make the point of it's frustrating but also eye-opening because, for me, I was like, I, you know, would love – you know, diversity in this film. But at the same time, um, this is a very specific story. Yeah. And it was designed in a way of like, okay, main character, his race really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I just took what I could get. And also, I mean, I I admit that it's kind of like I view myself as the main character. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, yeah, I just picture a white guy because it's me. Yeah. Um, The Grim Reaper is just fully covered. So again, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, and then happy and sad in terms of uh, their race, I always just pictured white because um, they're like Northwest Arkansas hillbillies. Right. Uh, that's yeah. kind of the image you give, you know. Yeah. Um And so just by the way the story was designed, I was kind of like, I feel like this is a little bit unfair because mm-hmm. it's very specific. And, you know, if it was something else, I would get it. But here it just felt unjust. But then in starting the process of wanting to be aware, it was like, I, you know, uh, looking at the films that appeared, there wasn't necessarily always a strong female presence Mm. or uh, interesting female characters or protagonists beyond love interest. Because, again, we talked about uh, a lot of times the the films would be like, I'm a college student in college. Yeah. In the small, silo town (laughs) trying to get a girl, you know. And so... Well, I, I felt it was unjust. I went, okay, like I, I get that, mm. it's a, that it's a thing, you know? And so I think in moving forward since then, I have been aware of that while making things. And I think this is what we'll just get into. Yeah. Of yep. Wanting to stick true to your story and your vision and based on its context, it's going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, if you're making a film in World War II and it takes place – uh, in a Nazi you know, bunker, mm-hmm. it's going to be a bunch of white dudes around a table. Yeah. And if you lobby like, we need more diversity, it's going <laughs> to be like, but that's not what is happening here. Yeah. That's not what it's about. Yeah. But then, yeah, if you have like a, hey, let's have a, um, a, a film, like a comedy take place in New York City. And it's about a bunch of friends mm-hmm. navigating adulthood. And again, there's a million films like that, but yeah. let's just say that's the premise. It would be weird if it was a bunch of just straight white dudes mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean it'd be like yeah. New York is very diverse, yeah. and like here 's a good opportunity to have different types of characters, mm. different types of backgrounds, mm-hmm. and so since then, when I make stuff, I do try to put it through a filter of what is my story, what like needs to happen, but then be like, can there be an opportunity to um you know have different interesting characters and celebrate diversity. Um, and I admit that it, it kind of is always a little bit of a struggle of knowing, like, am I just—because I don't want it to be, like, a pity thing either. Right, yeah. Of, like, yeah. here, I, I, I'm doing this so that you how, can have this.
1: <laughs> how gracious of me. Exactly. <laughs>
0: it's like, that's that's lame. Yeah, like, that's almost worse. Yeah. 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 And so, mm-hmm. anyway, I'm glad that we're, we're talking about it because I think it is a—I think it's something that either people don't think about at all
1: mm.
0: um, or uh, maybe— think about in the incorrect way, as we just said, where it's like, I'm going to cash in on this. Yes. I don't actually necessarily believe in it, but I don't want to get punished and or... It's
1: trendy right now to do it this way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So as I take a sip of this beautiful H2O, is there any thoughts that you have in reaction to maybe potentially the terrible things I just said? I don't (laughs) know.
1: Well, a couple of things. Um, First one is, so is, is there kind of an expectation or obligation any time you're about to tell a story, be like, I I need to re you know redirect this in a way that you know includes minorities, um, because and like you said, like you can be like depending on context, can be very specific to a certain area and and time and place, mm-hmm. um, and so, but then, should you not be telling that story if? Like it Mm -hmm. it, it can't include things. And so I wish there was like a way to be like, I looked at this in every, from every point of view and direction Mm -hmm. and it was done in good faith. This was the specific story that was in my heart and on my mind. Yeah. Like, please just take it as it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so... uh, yeah, and that, that's the the tricky part. And like like we said before recording, it was like the, this is kind of a the, this whole topic is like oh, walking on eggshells even though it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be on the open. People should be honest and and be able to talk about it, but it's one of those things where it's like ah, are there things that I shouldn't be doing then, you know. Um so anyway, that was kind of my my thoughts on what you were saying.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, like with with everything I'm saying, you know, I remember thinking before we started this, it's like I um, uh, get that I am uh, privileged in you know in my race and in my gender, and so you know mm-hmm. I am a straight white male, mm-hmm. and so that's what, I think that plays into why I don't get threatened by new types of storytelling and whatever because I think it's silly when yeah. it's like, well, I'm afraid of us missing out on our. Or white guy movies, and I'm right. like, we have a lot, like, <laughs> like <laughs> too many, <laughs> like, like the start of film history begins with with us, yeah. and so mm-hmm. I think we have enough like films that we haven't seen that we can be good for a while, and so, um, you know, I, I'm never, uh, uh, you know, annoyed or threatened by this trend or whatever. And again, I, I want it to not be a trend. I just want it to be like people make art, and yeah. depending on they are and where they came from, it may look differently. And that's mm-hmm. cool. And so I don't like, yeah, it's like that pendulum. It's like, we don't need to swing away from like, we can't have white people in our art or we can't like, I don't want another white artist. It's like, yeah. I I want the art to just be judged on its value. Mm-hmm. Like if it's done well and if it tells a story and it's good. But at the same time, I recognize that a lot of people haven't been given the chance and or haven't been able to see themselves represented, and so there does yeah. need to be a push mm-hmm. to get them up there. Mm-hmm. And so that's a that's a that's a hard balance.
1: Well, and I wonder there like lately, especially in film, there's been this really cool rise of black directors and mm-hmm. actors and all this stuff. But I wonder if like consciously or subconsciously, and this could be a very ignorant thing to say, but I wonder if the lack of representation. Um, from previous works that people have done in that industry, kind of forces these like um, upcoming, you know minority people in the industry to only make stuff about their mind like their community. yeah, you know, like because they feel like, well, no one else is gonna do it. I kind of have to, you know, otherwise mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing a disservice to to my peers. And I wonder if it's kind of like trapping people, and like obviously, a lot of them want to tell those stories, yeah, and that's what's on their heart and they're passionate about, and that's what those are their lives and that makes a lot of sense, but I wonder if some of them, again, subconsciously, without thinking about it, are like, I have to tell this because no one else is, you know mm-hmm. and that that's and maybe it adds some power to that story because it'll stand out. but at the same time, I wonder if it feels a little bit confining to a lot of directors or like oh, I'm a black director. I can't really go out and direct a fantasy epic because mm. they're not going to let me, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and, and maybe we're headed in that direction. I, I certainly hope so. But it's like, uh, like, oh, well, you don't fit the profile of someone who would do something like this because until now, there haven't been people like you doing this, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh, I I wonder if uh, kind of maybe that's a a weight that can be taken off by just if everyone were to embrace that and be like, hey, let's tell these stories. Like, you know, I can be white and tell this story and Mm -hmm. and then elevate this type of of community or background or or piece of history. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then maybe that would open up the doors for like, oh, well, there can be some crossover, you know. Um, And, of course, I'm saying this, like, all from just expectations and and just historically in in that industry. But at the the same time, it's like, if I'm a a white male, do I, like, have the authority to tell a story about a black female? You know, like, uh, if it's like a a slavery story or Mm -hmm. something like that, like, um, or will that be frowned upon because Mm -hmm. this is not my history yeah um i'm sort of the opinion that any story can be told by anyone but it's like who's the right person to do this Mm -hmm. and then does that lead to the trap of well we'll let those people tell their stories and then we'll we'll tell all the other stories yeah you know like it's just such a dangerous thing um and i think it's it's stopping a lot of people from from doing what they want Mm -hmm. and i can definitely see a uh I'm going to stick with this example, but like a, a black director coming up, and and you know, no one knows his name yet, and mm-hmm. he's he's young and new, and he's like, oh, I want to tell all these stories, but it's like, ugh, from like from what I can tell, I can only tell a certain range of stories. Mm-hmm. I can't really go outside of that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, maybe it's very ignorant. Maybe there are plenty of, of of minority directors doing all these things, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky thing. It is tricky, yeah,
0: and yeah. I, I I I just want yeah. I want to get to the place where, like you said, anyone can tell any story that they yeah. want to, and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be defined by your background. Because obviously, like you said, I'm sure there's plenty um, of artists, uh, you know, who are minorities who are like, yeah, I would, I would just, I'd really dig making like a crime movie, or yeah. like, I just want to. You know, again, if we're transitioning, you know, like I, I want to do this kind of music or I want to, you know, I in my portraits, I don't really feel like they need to be tied to like who I am. Like I mm. just like taking pictures of uh, houses, you know, right. as opposed to like someone being like, well, you you know, uh, you're Filipino, so you should like photograph like your country. And then yeah. being like, no, that's OK. Like yeah. I kind of just like photographing houses in yeah. San Francisco. Like, uh-huh. um, yeah, it, it's. It's sad, but understandable why it is the way it is. And again, Mm -hmm. with your example of like, you know, uh, a director uh, uh, tackling slavery or talking about it, you know, uh, who does not have that in their past, you know, in their family. um, I go like, yeah, I wish that I want them to just be able to tell their story if they're Mm -hmm. passionate about it, but it's understandable why that's tricky. And that's why I feel like you have to just, you have to. You have to like awkwardly like wade through all of this of like really being intentional with how you talk to people and like why you want to do it. And mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know, I think that's what separates it is like the and people will always misinterpret, right? Or you know, just judge or not, you know, ask. And that's kind of what you have to have like a strong like backbone, like as an artist of being like, right. I know my heart, um. I know what I'm doing, but. Yeah, it can be painful if people, uh, you know, misunderstand you or Mm -hmm. kind of put you in a box of being like you're taking this like from me or like you're not allowed to say that. It's again, I don't like it, but it's I haven't had the experience of not seeing myself represented. I haven't had the experience of being like I want someone to understand me. I've seen plenty of films that have spoken to me since I was a child, and plenty of stories, and so I also have the disconnect of being like I can't fully necessarily understand that mindset mm-hmm. and even that pressure because mm-hmm. I you know have I, I, I have the um, this is the word I want to say but I have the the luckiness of being able to kind of do whatever I want yeah I've never felt pressure of like hey well Kyle you know like you're an M you were an MK so you should, you know, only make MK stuff. Like, yeah. I have never felt that way. Yeah. And so, again, that's a little bit different from, like, my race, but just in terms of relating it to, like, your background and how you grew up. Sure. I've never had that experience or that pressure. I would love to talk about that, mm. but I'd love to, to equally talk about cannibals.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I I thought that was your life.
0: Well, I mean, I only ever ate one man. Oh, okay. um, and, again, if we're trying to to be fair, maybe I should have eaten a woman. No. Um <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, so I think that, uh, yeah, it's—I always get in arguments with my friends about, like, uh, morality and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole, like, is life black and white or is there gray? Right. And I very much, like, would prefer a black and white. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not in terms of color. Uh, but in, I think, like, gray—it's, like, it's tricky. And it's, yeah. like, all—I think you have to be really intentional about communicating— listening Mm -hmm. and again, being honest with yourself. And I think something that I need to be um, better at is, is trying to have conversations with people one-on-one on on that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, we can get back to if there's anything else here, but that's kind of another point that I mentioned at the beginning is maybe you and I, you know, we will tell our stories. We tell what we think is interesting, and maybe it's not our place to tell other, you know, people's tales in that s- certain way that you were mentioning. And or maybe we will be interested, and we will. But I think something that you can do, regardless of, you know, what color your skin is, mm-hmm. or you know, who you're attracted to, is that you can celebrate what's different from you. Yeah, and then that can be enough. And mm-hmm. so, because there is that pressure of like what we were saying, like should I put this type of person in my story or should I paint this type of person? Should I photograph this type of person? Or like yeah. what's more important? And again, it's like, you might go a little bit crazy if you try mm-hmm. to be that way. And again, I'm there sometimes, but what you can always do is seek to learn from other people's stuff and then to celebrate it. Yeah. Um, and so trying to like, I would love to, you know, we've talked about this as well, but I'd love to have us someday, you know, in the future where it's magical and wonderful, where we could, facilitate other people's art mm. to where we could seek out like we want diversity so like maybe this person never would have gotten a shot and so like we can be like hey man what do you want to make and he's like i want to make that fantasy yeah. movie and we're like sweet do it you know yeah or and then someone's like no i really do want to talk about like how it was growing up in tasmania mm. as a, a gay um asian
1: <laughs> Aboriginal?
0: <laughs> no, that's why. I, like, even though they're in Tasmania, oh, they're Asians and they're gay and they're blind. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just. Oh man, that would be a hard life. <laughs> that would be a sh- also. I mean, I would just be interested what that's like. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, like, I don't know. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay.
1: No, I agree. Um, yeah, it's tricky. One thing I struggle with is uh, in the effort to uh, kind of tell people's stories in the right way and uh, give representation to people who haven't had enough of it, does that mean that you can't – like that all portrayals have to be positive? Because I've seen a lot of times where like – say a uh, an antagonist in a movie is I don't know Native American,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this person is evil because they are the antagonist, yeah, they're just an evil person um, is that like people will inevitably complain and be like, well, I mean you're you're painting a poor picture of the Native American community, yeah, um we really need more positive representation, which is absolutely true, yes, um. But at the same time, it's like, well, this is just – a person can be as evil as any other, Mm -hmm. you know? Just because you are a minority doesn't, like, preclude you from being a bad person. Yeah. So that's, like, a tricky line to walk because um, I'm like, oh, this – this character, for example, to stick with my example, Native American, well, you know, he has this resentment. Let's say that's how it started out, like him just turning evil. He wasn't always evil. He has this resentment inside of him for someone that did something to him that was unfair. And he has this, this, you know, this is like a classic just villain plot where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm seeking revenge and justice. This current form of justice doesn't work. I need my own brand. And then... You have an antagonist.
0: Um, I like that line. I need my own brand. <laughs> I need my own brand of justice. Oh, that was <laughs> yummy. I got, I got, I got shakes. I'm quivering. Continue. Are you, ta- are you taking notes? No.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, just listen to this again. Okay. Um, and so it's like, is it doing whatever community that this antagonist is a part of? Is it doing them a disservice to only portray? Oh, they're all happy and nice, and and you know, uh, they only have had bad things happen to them and never have done a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know. Is it like, like it's to me? It feels condescending almost, where it's like, oh well, you know. You're, you're, you're all nice yeah. because that's the safest thing for me to say, yeah. you know, uh, <clears throat> instead of just telling a story about a human being who happens to be from this background. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of struggle with that because there are certainly uh, bad representations of a certain people. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to say like, oh this is my friend and you know this whatever story you're telling one character introduces his friend who's a native american and he's in full headdress and (laughs) speaks a very broken english you know and drinks a lot and so it's like maybe that's who this character is (laughs) but at the same time it's like you're really you know laying it on like oh well that's what people expect you to or that's like the the kind of pop culture representation of this character. Yeah. That's the one I have to default to. Yeah. So it's definitely like a, the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, anything beyond that is again, like you said, so gray. And um it's just really hard to like, oh, this character happens to suffer from this negative stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh that's just who this person is, the way the character is written. And maybe the character wasn't written properly, but yeah. you know, like it's just tricky because it's like this negative stereotype could be an actual person that does these things. Yeah. And those are things that the story happens around and that are relevant to serving this story. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, it's uh, like, do you always have to approach it from the opposite end where it's like, well, Everything has to be positive. Oh, this character is evil. He has to be white because that's the safest thing for yeah. this character to be, you know, mm-hmm. and not taking any risk in that way, but kind of disguising it as, well, no, this is my effort for social justice. Or like, I'm only going to give positive representations of these underrepresented characters or only negatively represented characters. So I don't know. It's hard.
0: I don't think it is hard. No, no. Um, I, I was laughing because as you were describing that, that 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 scene that I pictured in my mind, introducing your Native American friend, uh-huh. I just pictured it modern day and in Los Angeles, mm. <laughs> like not like, mm-hmm. like someone's like this is what Native Americans are like, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, in like a really nice restaurant. It's like, right. This is my friend, and it's just like, oh god, dude, you got it so wrong. Yeah. Like this is terrible. <laughs> Go well, back. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, and. Um, <laughs> there's this awesome book called there, there, which I think we talked about two or three episodes ago. Yeah. And, and I mention it a lot because it's so good. Uh, and, and I probably said this as well, but he does a very good job of telling the author is native American. His name is Tommy orange. And he does a very good job of telling two different kinds of stories through many characters and all these characters are, are are Native American, and this is just in the modern, like today's world, and how they kind of navigate just everyday life. Mm-hmm. And uh, half the characters are like, "Oh no, we need to embrace the part of our you know history that is you know the the showmanship and the the kind of the culture and the the, mm-hmm. the music and the dance and the the." the Textiles, you know, that whole stuff. Yeah. And we, we need to keep that with us because it's so important to our history. And then the other half of the characters is like, well, no, we need to like make an effort to, to assimilate within, you know, the community around us, wherever we are. And a lot of them kind of resent that part of their heritage. Yeah. Because it's something that sets them apart and that makes their lives more difficult. Um, all that to say, like y- there are people from both sides of the spectrum, and you there you can have a minority character who's just. <laughs> I almost said normal, which is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <laughs> I, be right back. Is <laughs> the, the incorrect word that I'm trying to come up with, um, because that's not what I mean. But like just. The only thing that makes them distinguishable from the people around them is just the color of their skin, yeah. their gender, whatever it is. And in every respect, act act the exact same way as just their community because you tend to kind of form to whoever you are. Your peers are going to kind of have that influence on you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have characters who are like, oh, well, I'm my own person and I'm proud of my heritage. And so I'm going to show that. Yeah, and so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I keep like thinking out loud, and then not not leading to a point. But um,
0: you don't have to have a point. Yeah,
1: babe. I, I really don't. But I'm. Yeah, it's just stuff that I've struggled with.
0: Yeah, well, and again, it's it's good, and it's uh, it's equally fun and challenging and frustrating to think about because I think. Not to puff ourselves up, but I think there is a desire to to do well, to right. to do good, and to to navigate this in a respectful way. And so, this makes me want to get a uh, like a cultural anthropologist on here and just yeah. like get, maybe get some more uh, insight um, uh, and studies and that sort of Absolutely, stuff, and just yeah. see. I think that would be kind of fun. Um, anyway,
1: well, and actually. We can just have our listeners write to us because majority of them are cultural anthropologists. <laughs> That's true. It's,
0: it's surprisingly high. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they listen, but
1: <laughs> uh, but no, I
0: I I think that it is. Uh, to, to you said a lot of beautiful things. So to, to go backwards to the villain thing mm. is that is a that is like a struggle that I have thought as well, and I think of it specifically in two themes. Um, the, the negative representation in yeah. terms of just like the character being a butthole, yeah, and B also death. Yeah, um, one of the biggest like you know uh you know cliches in horror movies is that you know uh, characters of color die first. Mm. You know it's always like the black guy dies first because there's only one of them, mm-hmm. usually a side character. I mean the the survival rate in horror movies is usually pretty low, so it's usually right. like a white female who makes sure. it, thus you know the final girl. But um. I've wondered with a lot of that, if with the script writing, if it was like, this character is black and he will die first. Or if it's casting or maybe sometimes it is like, oh, this guy's black and then he dies. Or if it's just like, all these characters are, uh, they don't really have a a race or ethnicity applied to them. Mm -hmm. And then just based on the casting, that's the way the the switch fall, you know? Well, but that's the thing.
1: Then do you have to not cast a black character as whatever character? a black actor as whatever character dies first. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have to be like, Oh no, no, you're black. You, You can't play this part. Because you're going to die first, and we're going to get in trouble, you yeah. know? And so it's like, what if the actor wants to play that part? Because yeah. it's a cool part, you know. So it's yeah,
0: yeah. So, so it's I think that's what the, that leads to the trickiness and goes back to my point, which is the frustration is understandable mm-hmm. because it has happened so much yes. that it has become a cliche, and so it is very understandable and reasonable that people at the car are like, stop killing us first mm-hmm. in these horror movies, and that's why. Get Out is, you know, was such a a celebration for a lot of people. It's like I get to see a very real fear that I have Uh represented on screen. And I also get to see, you know, uh, like a a protagonist who I can identify with, you know, succeed and triumph and Mm -hmm. fight the evil. Mm -hmm. And I think that's awesome. But then, yeah, it's kind of like it goes back to that gray area to where if I just write a script that has no, you know – Race involved I'm just mm-hmm. and that's kind of the interesting thing is um on the blacklist uh site right uh when i submit submitted my script there uh you can select categories that it falls into so that people can find it mm. and one, I forget the exact terminology, but it kind of talks about like oh, my script includes purposeful like um race inclusion, yeah, so people can be like, oh like when they're browsing through scripts, they can be like, oh like uh this you know has asians or this has native americans or Mm -hmm. or this has a native american protagonist like you can kind of filter that way which is pretty cool um and so that again was a a step for me in my journey when i was looking at the different boxes i could check i was like hmm yeah it's all it's kind of white protagonists and (laughs) then i have some side characters who i purposely had made um different races because yeah. I did want to pursue uh diversity, but because they're side characters, a lot of them ate the bucket. Not ate the bucket, kicked the bucket. Kicked the bucket. You know, eating the bucket could result <laughs> in you kicking the bucket because that's unhealthy. Um and I kind of went, hmm, yeah, I get it. And yeah. so I wonder if that's kind of the trap that other people have fallen into. Mm. But but then yeah, it's like I don't think that necessarily if that happens that it's like you're a sucky artist, mm-hmm. or you're being a butthole, and so I, I I hope that in the future we can get to the place where the and I and I don't think saturated is ever used in a positive way, but I to where film books, you know, again, all the different uh, mediums are just saturated with so much diversity yeah. that no one would even have that thought of yeah. like oh like wow like an African American's the villain this is bad it would just be like I just you know you know your culture and uh your ethnicity your race plays a big part in who you are and i think that that scale slides up and down sure. for a lot of people yeah. but it can and it's fine if it doesn't and that's fine too but it'd be cool to get to the place where um there is so much diversity and representation that those thoughts don't come up as much and so mm-hmm. you can just kind of have like this film like this person's a villain, and this like film. This person's a villain, and it doesn't really matter. And like in this film, this minority died, but in this film, they you, were the hero. Right. And you don't really think so much as like we got to get, we got all get all our checks checks and
1: boxes. You know, for done. every story, yeah, you can have the balance be across the board. Um, that makes sense. I love that you use saturated in a positive way because yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. And I just thought about it. I was like, well. It doesn't have to be saturated, you know, in the chemistry sense where it's like just clogged or like, you know what I mean? Just like, like in the negative sense, it could mm-hmm. be literally saturated as in like color, mm-hmm. like actual saturation. Like on Photoshop, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and just like, and literally you're representing color more. And I just, I love that, that imagery. Um, so well done. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah.
0: And it's just (laughs) interesting, too, sticking with the villains thing. Well, I swear we'll get out of it. But, (laughs) like, I I, I remember, the the, the, again, that the complaints can be all over the place. Because I remember, I forget who said it, but there was kind of like, we want female villains.
1: Mm. Like,
0: it's always dudes. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a weird switch of, like, we want to see females portrayed in, like, this badass, like, Mm -hmm. they can be evil, too. Right. Which is interesting, but it's like, yeah, it makes sense because, like. Maybe, like, that's probably a result of not wanting to always be portrayed as being rescued or mm, being weak sure. or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, that's an interesting way that it can be different. And yeah. so then I remember, um, the film, uh, Dread, mm. uh, it's not called Judge Dread, no, it's right? Just it's Dread. just Dread, yeah, yeah the remake. Yeah. Um, where the girl from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. who plays Cersei, I forget her, do you know her name? Yeah, the L- actress's L- L- name? Lena Hetty. what is it? Lena Hetty. Lena. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, she – and so, yeah, she plays the villain in that movie. She's got a freaking giant scar across her face, Mm -hmm. and she's scary. Yeah. And, um, again, there wasn't that reaction of like, oh, like females are being portrayed as villains. It was like a positive thing because it was like, look at this scary girl. Yeah. And so, again, if we get that saturation, it would be cool because even like minorities would probably celebrate just good roles. Yeah. And I think that there's probably an example of like – that of, like, this is a great character, even though they're flawed or bad. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a bit condescending of, like, because we kind of messed up in American history, yeah. like, we were, we will always have these people be this way in art mm-hmm. and us be this way in art. Yeah. And it's, like, I think that what people want is just, again— a good variety, yeah, and for the the content to be good, mm-hmm. you know, for it not to just be stereotypes and for it not to be just one thing, it's like, yeah, like show me, like, like an an evil guy, yeah. like that I get to, you know, like root for just because he's cool, you know, right, like yeah. we have plenty of those, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it, it's it's hard to navigate because again, people have lots of different opinions. There's lots of hurt. There's been lots of injustice, and so again, it all makes sense. But it does make moving forward tricky, and I yes. do kind of sit in my chair while creating a lot of times and go like, oh, uh-huh. like, is this going to be taken the wrong way, yeah. or like, am I am I doing enough? And that kind of plays into the whole gray thing. It's like you just, and that's why I'm excited about Homing Fools as well, is that we get to ha- like pursue having dip- different types of artists on uh-huh. here. And so hopefully through that, maybe we can bring up some of the points we have, you know, based on who we have and yeah. be like, do you have an opinion about this? Like, here's a clip of what we said. Are we stupid? Like, what do you, you know, That's uh, actually and, good and then idea. we can yeah. get yeah. better ourselves. And then maybe that can inform the stuff we make and help us be better at celebrating other people's stuff.
1: Yeah, or put people on the spot and get them in trouble. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Laws, that ain't us, you know? No.
1: Right. <laughs> um, no, and uh, yeah, and uh, I, I love the idea of a reality where, you know, just variety is celebrated, where you can have anyone be anything, and because that's how people are. Uh, scary thing about that is you start like a certain way, especially if you think of things that take a long time to make, like writing a book or, or making a movie, you'll write a certain story. And make these people upset. Like, yeah, but what about this representation, or what about this? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, hold on, I haven't done my next story yeah. You know, like <laughs> there's going to be balance by the time I have ten of these. Yeah, <laughs> but in the moment, you know, you're someone's always going to be offended or you know outraged or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's just a tricky part of telling stories, I guess. It is. And
0: so let me let me throw another idea your way, and you mm. can tell me what you think about it. Um, cause we've kind of been focusing on like the intent part of when you create, and like trying to be aware and stuff. And so yeah. I want to go to another side to where I think, and this is just me being young and you know thinking that maybe this is true. <laughs> it could be totally wrong, but I think if you're a good artist, I think things come naturally on how they should be mm-hmm. in the story. If, again, you're asking questions, you're engaging, you're not a butthole, you know, yeah, all these different sure. things. Um, and so as an example, um, with our comic snafu, when I was like uh, writing it, there, there, the, I was having all these thoughts of like, okay, well, right now my main guy is a white dude. And yeah. so, again, I was like, but when I thought – and so I was like I, – I, I had the thought. I was like, I should change his race because Give Me to the Waves stars a white dude. Yeah. And Ominous stars a white dude. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to do this. And I, I kept thinking about it and I was like, okay, what, what should he be? You know, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. And honestly, in the, the circle that I took, I went, you know what? No, because – as soon as, and again, this might sound weird to people who don't write, but as soon as I imagined this character, as soon as he was born, you know, he came out of my mind womb, which is now, I hope, going to be a band name. Um, I saw exactly what he looked like. Yeah. He was, he was the way he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like a betrayal to just change him. Yeah. Um, and, was, and then again, it was the kind of like that condescending, like, so that's dumb if I'm just changing him to be this thing that doesn't then even play into his character mm-hmm. because him him being white doesn't reflect who he is at all, yeah. which may then sound weird of like, well, then why wouldn't you change him? Right. But. Because that's just how he is, again, it's a weird thing to say, but mm-hmm. he's a he's just a he's an assassin and he has his certain type of humor he has a certain mannerisms, and that's who he is in this the context of the story, and that's yeah. why you you love him if it was an audio drama, maybe you wouldn't know mm-hmm. um but then with that said uh kind of you know uh moving moving forward and getting to know the story more um I had uh new ideas pop up to where other characters, like I had thought of them in certain contexts. And I was like, you know what? I've written all these scenes and I've just realized that this character's gay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was weird. I didn't, I hadn't forced it. Yeah. But it just kind of came naturally. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And again, it's a weird writer thing, but I was like, I didn't know that about you. (laughs) It's like, good to meet you. You never told me this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then again, with the, the other main protagonist, Felicia, it was you know, I was thinking about her and she was a little more problematic to, to visualize because Mm. I didn't know a lot about her. Mm. Um, and I, so I had to really work hard to be like, who is Felicia? What the heck? Um, and I, you know, through again, consuming different forms of art, I got her personality a little bit. And then again, trying to be intentional thinking, I was like, you know what? Like, uh, Felicia should be this, you know, uh, Um, African American girl who has like really like um, funny mannerisms and like, like is good at acting Mm -hmm. and is a little bit out of her element because it seems like uh, maybe something that we haven't necessarily seen that kind of role before in a, in a comic or at least something that I've done. And so I was like, let's do it. Like, that's awesome. Mm. And then moving forward, it's just, you have uh, it's, again, two different mob families. And so a lot of them, it's kind of like Italian or Eastern European. And so I'm not going to like go crazy trying to put in all these different, you know, ethnicities yeah. or races because it doesn't apply to the context of the mm-hmm. story. So that's just kind of a an example of, of how I do it, how I do it, and maybe with others. Again, if there's critique here, I'm, I'm open to it. But I think there's something to celebrate with keeping it natural yeah. and, and feeling it out and being like, okay, like I need to be true to my story, and things can pop up and they mm-hmm. can surprise you. And then you can be like, okay, and then being open to those things, but not like killing yourself yeah. every time, being like, I got to get this thing mm-hmm. or else people are going to, you know. Ugh, and so. Uh, I, I know I just ended by making a, a, a weird sound, but uh, what do you think about the the natural creation idea? No,
1: I, I totally agree. And I was thinking about this, like as you started talking about it, I was like, oh, this is so, you know, true. But uh, you're constantly, as a creative, you're constantly going to have these, these ideas that come to you. And I, I don't know that it's fair to, yeah, like you said, kill yourself and force yourself to reshape them to fit the most molds possible. Mm -hmm. Um, tell that story. And then once you've told it, make like, make sure that you're not, you know, that, that the characters are told well and all that stuff, like, you know, assure yourself of the quality. And like you said, if you're a good artist, your, your representation of each character is going to be, you know, deep and, uh, researched and all that stuff and that should come naturally with either practice or experience and all these things but uh at the same time once you've gotten that out of the way i think you should also be like well let me explore this other thing now and Mm -hmm. see if there's anything in that and and this thing doesn't seem like it's getting representation let's let's look at this and and maybe something will strike me and i'll be able to tell that story and if not Maybe I won't force myself to, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I think if if every artist starts to force themselves to tell stories that don't come to them natu- naturally, you're going to get far. I mean, you might get more representation, but you're going to get far more bad representation and just poor storytelling, regardless of the issue. Yeah. Um, and so again, yeah, I I love that. Like to just keep it natural and keep it organic and whatever you know, whatever story you want to tell. And certain people are more equipped to tell certain stories than others. Yes. And so if you're equipped to tell a certain type of story, don't tell yourself that it's not valid and that you should seek another one. Um, yeah,
0: I agree with you. I like the idea of uh, or uh, the wording of being equipped to, to tell a story because, yeah, it's like if you're solely doing something out of like this, this guilt or like this like pressure, it's like, Maybe your intentions are good, but then the product's going to be kind of crappy, and it's not doing anyone any favors. And so Mm -hmm. then that's where it's like maybe as opposed to like trying to do this myself, I can be a champion for others. And I think that's the like that's probably like a cool thing of like um, maybe like I want to see this representation, but like I didn't grow up in that culture. Yeah, I don't like I can learn and study and talk, but. Maybe it's not me that needs to do this. And so that's why like the producing aspect is still like really cool to me to where I could be like, I want to see a Yakuza film this way yeah (laughs) and then befriending someone who grew up in japan and not that who's a gangster because i wouldn't want to necessarily be friends with a gangster um but who really understands japanese culture Mm. and loves their country Mm. and uh loves filmmaking and you could just kind of be that uh even if you don't have any financial support or any whatever just being that like oh, you want to make that kind of movie or you want to write that book, do it. Because that sounds awesome. And I yeah. love that stuff too, but you would be much better at doing it because yeah. I live over here. <laughs> this is also an interesting idea. While you were talking, I just kind of thought, I wonder what it's like elsewhere. Because I mm. all, all everything we're talking about, and this is just for me, maybe you feel differently, but is in the context of America. Yeah. So I'm just curious with uh, other countries, you know, China has a huge uh, um, filmmaking I – I don't know what the word – you know, like the, like it's a big part of their economy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, there's tons of foreign films, you know. Like they all have their own economy. They're mm-hmm. all doing their own thing. And so I wonder like in France or uh, South America, China, um, you know – uh, again, I love South uh, South Korean films so much, uh, and, and, and Japanese. Again, I I, I do love Yakuza, Yakuza films. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, they're just great. Um, I wonder how they feel because, mm-hmm. and and we were talking about this before we started. I had the thoughts like I think that America, United, the United States, is probably um one of the most diverse in terms of uh, race and ethnicities like yeah and i uh googled that crap and i was wrong yeah. <laughs> i was so wrong <laughs> and i think like the idea makes sense of like oh there is a lot of immigrants in america mm-hmm. and again like you know you think about like los angeles how the population i think is uh, uh more than half is um latino mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of uh, african americans as well and so it's like you have those different uh states that have you know huge populations of different types of people so right. that's why i had that thought but i was drawn it's really again in regards to ethnicity it's african countries um have the most diversity but like like with china like they would be like well we have our own you know uh films yeah. so they're seeing themselves represented so then are they like into american films but then like again you can be tons of different races and be American. Mm -hmm. Uh, And again, technically you can, you know, be that way in other countries as well. I could have had my Ecuador citizenship, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, So I'm just like, I wonder if this is kind of like mainly like a a United States problem.
1: Well, you know what I mean? It definitely is just like in terms of uh, my perspective, like the, the, that's definitely the, all that I, am really, you know, as (laughs) uneducated and ignorant as I am in in all these matters that my, my view is definitely from the living in the U S because minorities here aren't minorities elsewhere. You know what I mean? Again, Mm -hmm. in in Asia, you know, it's going to be all Asians. Um, And so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And uh, you you said something at the beginning about uh, just Context, and I think that's so important to keep in mind when someone's telling a story. Because if you're uh, telling a story in Asia, then most of your characters are going to be Asian, mm-hmm. and and I, I don't think anyone will think twice about that. Yeah. Um, and if you're telling a story in a rural town in Wyoming mm-hmm. or whatever, then most of your characters likely are going to be white. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that you're. Like, oh, this is another white film by a white person, or, well, if it doesn't have to be a, a movie, but, you know, just a white story by a white person with white people. Yeah. Um, this doesn't need to be told. And so uh, then becomes tricky. It's like, well, no, a story is a story, you know. Um and uh, again, I, I might not have the, the skills or the tools to, to be able to tell another story in that moment or the inspiration. You know, like if, if just the story, the inspiration and the, the drive is not there to tell a certain story, then that's just not going to happen. But it's really hard as an artist to be like, well, no, I'm going to let someone else handle that because they'll be better at it because mm-hmm. then it just sounds like a, a cop out. Like well, no, I just don't want to tell stories about minorities, you know. Yeah. Um. So again, it's all very gray. Well, and that's just
0: again going back to like the other country perspective thing. That's just what interest is interesting because yeah, if you were in China and then like again, they get a lot of you know American films, right? Um, they're a huge contributor to the international box office, and it's like some of the movies like make sense that are really big over there, like uh-huh. Pacific Rim. I'm like, oh yeah, I understand yeah, sure. why that's big over there. Uh-huh. Um, but others, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you guys would like that. That's uh-huh. cool, but. They wouldn't, like, think twice uh, if that, you know, uh, Wyoming, you know, rural town film comes out and it's all white. They wouldn't be upset because it's like, oh, that's a very American film. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the interesting thing about being in America and that call for diverse stories because we do have lots of different people that live here. And I know Hollywood's, like, really big. And so – and we – one of our future topics that we might do is, like – do ours have any, you know, moral obligations? And so, like, with Hollywood, like, you need to show other people regardless of if it's going to make you money or if, like, uh, those people even live in America. Like, we Mm -hmm. want interesting new stories. And so, yeah, it's just, it's... It it feels like a very United States thing, but I, we could be very wrong about mm-hmm. that. But that's just – that was just – and there's no point to it. It just was a thought. I'm just no, like, i just like, oh, that's weird. Like, is this just us or do our people feel that I way? I would
1: love to hear, yeah, another opinion. Like, again, legit, sticking with China, is there – like, are minorities in China trying to be like, hey, we need more representation over here in Chinese films? You know, like I have no idea mm-hmm. um, if that's the way it is. And, uh, But then I wonder if there's also the element of like getting movies from America, like just the more Western world and seeing how they're represented and being like, oh, I wish that they would do a better job of of saying what it's like. You Mm know, like, you know, almost any movie that you see that takes place in in West Africa is going to be like. Always going to be war lo- warlords with AK 47s, yeah. and they have to say the phrase, you Americans. Yeah. You know, and like it's just, it's uh, always the same person. And it's like, you know, expand a little bit to, mm-hmm. to Africa is like giant. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many different people and cultures and all that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure they feel like whenever they see a movie with any American movie they watch mm-hmm. that has that people from their area of the world they're always violent and and treating women poorly and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know using children to fight their wars. Yeah. And that is a very real thing that happens. Yes. Um, to be clear. But it's like, why is that the only thing that you know, is interesting over in America to Americans, and so yeah, yeah I, I'd be curious to just hear people's thoughts and like, well, what's this? What's the story that they would like to to see told? Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, yeah.
0: Well, now, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of goes to that interesting thing is I don't really think there was controversy with this, but it would be the thing of like when Beasts of No Nation came out, mm. maybe like there could be that thought of like, oh, like another like child slavery slash right. child soldier yeah. movie. Great. When it's like for that director, it's like, well this is like a real issue and yeah. I want to talk about it. Right. And like I made it well. And uh-huh. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of like a example of like it's that gray where it's like, I understand the frustration of wanting something else, but it's also like with being historically accurate or, like, talking about something that is a problem. Yeah. It's, like, you you make it, and then it's just, like, Ugh, another one of these. But it's, right. like, it's good and it's important. But, eh. you know, I wonder if there's any, and maybe our listeners can help us out. It would be great to see a romantic comedy set in Africa that that takes place between Africans. Right. Like, yeah. not like a, like, we're Americans in uh, yeah, exactly. Africa <laughs> having a romantic comedy, but, yeah. like, like a you know just just within a village like a coming mm-hmm. of age story but maybe throw in some romance like and i don't know what um any of the african countries film you know culture looks like yeah. if there's stuff being made there that i just have never seen mm-hmm. or but then that's kind of the weird thing with hollywood of like you know hollywood's based in america and obviously they shoot stuff all over the place but is it their responsibility to mm-hmm. tell other countries stories or just like people that now are in America who may have come from someone else or from somewhere else or look a different way but are American, tell their stories. It's an, it's an interesting balance of like trying to have diversity but then it's also like does one – does Hollywood, which again, very American thing – Sure. Have to cover all these bases Cause it again, you'd think it'd be more accurate and better to have people from those countries mm-hmm. make their stories, but also recognize a lot of them don't necessarily have the capabilities based on right. what's going on there yeah, the, the
1: budget the, and all the these economy yeah, yeah the yeah, yeah.
0: what's going on with if there's a war occurring or <laughs> sure. not um but yeah, now I'm really just I really do want that African romantic comedy oh, I like that really bad. Really cool. And again, like I wouldn't be capable of telling that story, right. but I would love to uh, facilitate it um, yeah. with my uh $5 that
1: I currently well, have. Well, you might get it with the uh, the new Lion King.
0: That's right. <laughs> oh, the new Lion King. Someone um photoshopped the cartoon eyes onto the oh, live no. action. No, it made it better for oh, me. Really?
1: Like because you that's, didn't have that uncanny valley. Yeah, thing. it just no, yeah. it just
0: was like cuter. Oh, I see. Because as opposed to like, it's a very realistic looking line. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's Simba. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny.
0: Um, this doesn't necessarily have. I mean we're talking about Hollywood so I just thought this was interesting and something I looked up. I heard a lot of buzz about um crazy rich Asians when it came mm, out and there yeah. was a lot of you know hope for it because it's like all right here's this big budget. I don't know if it was a joint venture between Hollywood and you know uh different Asian, you know, film companies mm-hmm. or not. I don't know if it was fully American not sure. or not, but um there's a lot of buzz about it cuz it's like here is an all like um, Asian cast. Mm-hmm. Um and again and Asians from all over the place. You have right. Asian American, you know, you yeah. have Korean, you know, yeah. Chinese, whatever. Um and so it's like we hope that this movie does well mm-hmm. because then, you know, uh maybe we can see more diversity and whatever. And so that movie made a buttload of money. Yeah. Like I have to look at it again. I looked it up earlier. So worldwide, it made two hundred and thirty-six, seven hundred and seven, six hundred and eighty-nine million dollars. Mm. And I think it had a budget of like thirty something million. Yeah. Which again is crazy to me because I watched that movie over Thanksgiving break and like every scene I was reminded of how little money I have. <laughs> it was like it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like just all like they the production value of being like, here's what you could spend money on, and here's yeah. what you could spend money on. There's yeah. just like nice cars driving in and out. There's just like food. There's crazy fountains. The buildings, uh, just um, Singapore is. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, that movie did really well, and it was cool because I think it continues to push against Hollywood's um, misconception that you know diversity doesn't mean money. And again, making money shouldn't be the priority for having diversity. Mm -hmm. But it is cool that it's like, you can kill the two birds with one stone of you can make money and uh, celebrate people. Mm. Uh, Like they go, and, and I think there is even... Who was it? Let me look at my notes. It was the Creative Artists Agency um, that did a, st- uh, a study that said that movies uh, with diverse casts make more money at the box office. Hmm. Uh, again, trying to push against that misconception that it's like, oh, well, no one wants to see, you know, foreigners. Right. We, our, our white people really make the money for us. you yeah. know. And, and then being like, no, like actually, like when there's a lot like diverse casts, like it does better. And yeah. so I hope that again – with these films and the these studies and these facts that we can kind of again maybe get to that type of saturation we were talking about, mm-hmm. and once we have that saturation, to where then the films that are again very um, uh, tunneled vision with what they're talking about, and again in a good way, yeah. uh, that, that that doesn't matter. To where if you have a mm-hmm. film that's like, oh, this takes place, you know, you know in a medieval castle. Like, and it's all white people, that it wouldn't be a problem because that's historically what it would have looked like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, Crazy Rich Asians, man. It made so much money. <laughs> and it was cool for me because again, having the different types of Asians was really fun because like when you start off, it's like your main character is Asian American. Mm-hmm. And I love that like she's just American, and then she She's an outsider. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she happens to be. And they like, I thought they, you know, the movie is very much a romantic comedy. So there was a mm-hmm. lot of eye rolling occurring on Kyle Stuke's part where I was <laughs> just like, ah, I've seen this so many times. Uh-huh. But um, I thought the, the you know, addressing of the the complicatedness of like where you come from and what you look like and then how people treat you. And even within, you know, minorities in America, not obviously where the film takes place but mm. there can be judgment like the fact that you know uh the the mom the the mother-in-law looks down on her for being american mm. i thought was was cool yeah. uh and brave of them and it's kind of the same thing of in black panther mm. of being like uh our main villain is black and yeah. our hero is black. Yeah. And there's a lot of like inner conflict. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, oh, like white people are so awful.
1: Yeah.
0: There's the addression of past hurts, but it's also just like we're allowed to have good black characters and bad black characters. Right. I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, it's just nice to have variety. Yeah. So, um, That's uh, that's that. You have any words for me as I sip my coffee/slash my mocha? I mixed in some hot chocolate. Look at you, getting
1: fancy. Um, No, I think that's all really valid. Uh, I was just kind of having thoughts about. uh, So I I think you should try to make a point to. you no, know, seek out those stories or mm-hmm. those characters at least, and see how they fit into the stories you want to tell. But at the same time, if if you can't do it right, I would say don't do it. You don't mm-hmm. want to breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never situation. seen that. Oh, Can you explain the situation to me, uh, or is it too long? I I well, so I forget the the name of the character, but it it is the the landlord, I believe, of uh. Um, Audrey Hepburn's character, mm-hmm. and uh, he's an Asian man, but he is portrayed as wearing all silk. He has buck teeth. Oh, he has very squinty eyes. Oh, uh, he has the round glasses. Um, and worst of all. Oh, no. Because you can't have a person like that who happens to be Asian. Yeah. He is played by a white man. Oh. <laughs> Which was very common back in the day yeah. uh, in, in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, John Wayne playing Genghis Khan and just uh. blunders like that. Um, and And uh, – Again, the those if you're judging on intention, those were awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those weren't done for the sake of, uh, you know, being inclusive. Those were like, yeah. oh, the, well, this character will serve my story but only because I'm going to use it as a stereotype. Yeah. Um so, that maybe those are bad examples, but I mean, uh, all that to say, uh if you can't do it right, then then maybe don't do it and hope that people will understand. That the reason that you didn't do it is because you you didn't think you would do a good job. Um, again, if if you could be judged on intention, that everything would be great. Although at the same time, some people have done things with good intentions that were not good mm-hmm. for other people. So, but yeah, those were kind of my two thoughts. Were like, well, you know, seek it out, and if it doesn't work, then tr- maybe don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh, that's uh, again a hard line to to, to walk.
0: I think it goes back to even our, again, our uh, tackling difficult subject matter mm-hmm. episode where we talked about, like, you're allowed to fail. Yeah. Um, but, again, I think it it's with the the uh, asterisks of, but you need to <laughs> have good, ad- like, you need to be actually trying and not, you know, just right. being a butthole and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, I think I totally agree of, like, being honest with yourself. And then it's like, am I... And going back to your wordage, am I equipped to do this? Can mm. I do this? And again, you are, if you think so, and you, st- you you sit with it, and you're like, yeah, and you go for it, and it's you get that, that pushback, and it's yeah. not very good, you don't have to feel ashamed, mm-hmm. because you know, you know what you were going for. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, maybe it'll inform you going forward. Yeah. Um, and again, that could happen with us, where, yeah. you know, the way I write stuff, so
1: it could be like, brah. <laughs> yeah, or this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, don't do that again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, you, you guys yeah. were way off the end. It was hard to listen to. Please don't, please don't do that. Yeah,
0: Kyle, yeah, but just, just uh, have Kyle say uh, um, Chickadee and Baguette and go back to you know what makes you happy. So, uh, speaking of baguettes, um, last episode I, I have to celebrate this. I didn't, you did I say didn't, it once. I didn't say it once. Um, so we talked about that in the episode beforehand, which I forget. The mm-hmm. I think it was the importance of art is where we yeah laid down that, that rule Maybe. for the next episode. And you've
1: just ruined it, so.
0: We said for one episode.
1: Oh, well, I was hoping you would grow from that.
0: Oh, okay. But. Well, now we'll make it two, and then I'll celebrate it after that, and then we'll make it three, <laughs> oh, and it will be okay. a whole cycle. Yeah. Um, Noah, any last closing thoughts on this uh, this tricky gray thing that we just discussed?
1: Um, no, I think I've I've reached the extent of my ignorance <laughs> <laughs> of this topic. Um Maybe uh, maybe the the parts that I wasn't able to answer for myself, someone will be able to to enlighten me if they listen to this. And please let me know and let us know if we got anything wrong or if there's a, a part that we can clear up. But uh, I had fun talking about it. 100%. I think it's important. Agreed. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone's perspective is limited. Yes. You know. So no matter what, no matter how much research you do how many people you come into contact with you're always going to potentially miss something and yeah. I, I was just discussing this with someone else that's the hard thing with being a creative is the the first draft mm-hmm. is you always have to put something out and it's going to just not be quite right and yeah. it, it sucks to do that because you can spend all the time in the world working on something and then you make it and then you're just going to miss a little something be a little ignorant on something mm. and then you you know, you fix it and you move forward. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, Noah and I are limited in our uh, perspectives. And so um, I hope that we didn't say anything too terrible. Yeah. Um, and, But we are very much excited to, to learn and to grow. And I think that just occurred talking about this. So mm-hmm. like I always say, you know, it could be a Humming Fools drinking game. But the creating those new pathways, yeah. I think just being, like, talking about this stuff, I feel a little better equipped and there's things I want to research. And then again, Mm -hmm. the, the, the quick Googling that I did do opened my eyes to things that I didn't know.
1: Right. Um, And you got the uh, African rom-com out of it.
0: That's right. Yes. Oh, and I'm going to go Google that after this. So
1: um, anyway,
0: yes. Thank you as always uh, humming fools for listening again, new episodes. Every Tuesday, Mm -hmm. um, you can follow Noah and I on the Instagram, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, if uh, you don't mind, slash you haven't already, get those iTunes, uh, that affirmation, that critique, you know, for us. And if you're an international listener, let us know if you want to about, uh, you know, the art scene in wherever you are and kind of – If there's anything that you can relate to that we, what we said, or if things look differently than what we, you know, hypothesized, Mm -hmm. it'd be fascinating. Oh. (sighs) Well, Noah, it's always fun, but it's, that's, it's time to go.
1: All right. Bye. Bye. Good night, San Diego.